we are uh, we're talking about the Super Bowl and and other issues. Barack Obama was featured prominently prominently during the uh, NBC coverage yesterday because he must be. When it's when it involves N- NBC in any fashion, you know they're they're bringing the president along for the ride. It doesn't doesn't matter what the event is. Got to have the interview with the president. Is he the first president to do this before the Super Bowl? It's been a couple of years. I remember having to endure mm. this, but I think he's the first one to. Kind I think of so. Force it on us. I, I, it seems like I, I don't remember an interview with Bush every year at the Super Bowl. Did they do that? No, I, I don't. If somebody think so. knows that 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 occurred, let us know because I don't remember it. That that doesn't mean it didn't for sure happen. I just don't remember it you happening. Tweet it to me at Stunt Brain or uh, at uh, doesn't Pat and Stu have a Twitter account at yeah, Pat and Stu? Mm-hmm. And let, let us know. I do know Nixon used to call the winners afterwards on the phone. Yeah, I think and, all presidents pretty yeah, much do that. Pick up the phone, but yeah. uh, but for for the pregame interview, I, I don't remember it happening every year. Um, but here is the president of the United States from yesterday uh, talking about football uh, with an NBC. But I will say that it's going to be close, and the question I have is whether Seattle's secondary is healthy enough. Um, you know, that's the heart and soul of their team, and they, they got three guys back there who are hurt. Uh, I don't know how that's going to affect the game. I don't know if this makes it into your presidential briefing books, but have you been following Deflate Gate? And do you have an opinion about whether the Patriots cheated? Well, here's what I know. Uh, the Patriots were going to beat the Colts uh, regardless of what the footballs look like. Um, the one thing I did not realize, and I'll bet most fans didn't, was that each team prepares its own footballs and, and brings them to the game. I don't think there's any other sport like that. So I'm assuming one of the things the NFL is going to be doing, just to avoid any of these controversies, is, is figuring out how the officials are in charge of the footballs from start to finish. But if it happened, do you think it's cheating? Well, uh, you know, I think that if you break the rules, then you break the rules. That's a brilliant point. If you break the rules, you break the rules. Hmm. If you, the converse of that would be if you don't break the rules, you don't break but the rules. If you break the rules, then you break the rules. Don't you think that should be something he should follow in every aspect of his life? No, or maybe I'm, I'm he sure is. That, that part has not occurred to him. <laughs> not with the illegal immigrants, that's for sure. Notice the average guy look. He's in the kitchen. He's yeah. got his sleeves rolled up. Yeah, he's got his shirt unbuttoned. There's yeah. no tie. He probably was just chopping onions yeah. a minute ago. <laughs> I'm sure he was. That's why he had a little tear in his eye, maybe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, he'll probably cry about this, too, because he's, here he is talking about the uh, great economy, which, as we all know. Your party lost in, in November, but you went in there with such swagger. Should you have been more conciliatory? Is it, to borrow football metaphor, is it kind of like uh, you're the quarterback, you're doing the end zone dance when it's the other team that got the touchdown? Well, actually, nobody was doing the end zone dance. What we were talking about was the success that America's had in digging itself out wow. of a really tough recession, and that's a celebration of the American people. That's not about politics. Uh, I was speaking about the Bull fact crap. that uh, we've seen a faster <laughs> oh, drop in unemployment uh, in the past year mm. as we've seen in 30 years. You know, we've seen that uh, wages are actually starting to tick up again. We've seen housing recover, auto industry recover, energy production up, gas prices down. All those things are good for the American people, and that is worth us celebrating. And now we've mm. got to build on it by moving forward. 
Gutsy job there by Savannah. I'm kind of surprised because she kind of called him out on the carpet there. She did. She called him that out. Nice. On the, that was a nice job. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. She actually said something uh, kind of strong to him. But she didn't hit him fully on some of the stuff he threw out. No. About oh, there's the never a follow up. Well, yeah. But at least there was an initial question. There's not even usually that with NBC. But I would have liked to have seen a follow up. That would be nice. And, <laughs> it would be you know, nice. If you I, can challenge him on anything he says, yeah, that'd be good. But does he even realize she, well, first of all, she used the term swagger. Mm-hmm. And if you remember in the first couple of years of this president's first term, if you used the term swagger, you were called a racist because swagger oh, yeah. was something that rappers had. But now Obama can have his swagger back mm-hmm. because his poll numbers are up because gas prices are down. And so she used the term swagger. Does he even realize that Democrats across the country lost 800 plus jobs that were voted on? So it wasn't just Congress. It wasn't it wasn't the House, the Senate, the governorships. Locally, it totaled over 800 elections they lost in the fall. Eight hundred. Don't be doing a victory dance. Yeah, that that would have been a nice follow up. That would have been great. Of course, she doesn't do that. Um, but she did challenge him a little bit, too, on some of his proposals. And she kind of said that, you know, they're sort of pointless and can't be passed. Here's the, the economy is doing better, but yeah. you laid out a bunch of proposals that you know cannot get through this Congress that is run by Republicans now. Isn't that kind of uh, counterproductive? No, I, I disagree with that. I think Republicans uh, he, he, didn't believe he, 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 that uh, we should be building our infrastructure. The question is, how do we pay for it? That's a negotiation that we should have. I you're assume offering tax hikes, you know, for the wealthy. That's well, something that couldn't no, even but, get through the Congress when it was Savannah, run by Democrats. Savannah, my job is to present the right ideas. And if the Republicans think they've got a better idea, they should present them. Uh, but my job is not to trim my sails and, and not do. tell the American people what we should be doing. Uh, uh, pretending somehow that uh, you know we don't need better roads or we don't need more affordable mm-hmm. college. Uh, you know, one of the things I've learned over the last six years is that uh, when I tell the American people very clearly what uh, direction I think the country should go in, uh, sometimes. People change their minds, and even Republicans occasionally uh, start agreeing with me. Okay, and to your point initially on follow-up, how about, wait a minute, Mr. President. This is These are all the things you said you were going to do with the stimulus package where we spent about a trillion dollars on right. infrastructure. Right. What happened to that? Shovel Why ready. aren't the roads built? Shovel Why ready. aren't the bridges fixed? Well, Why isn't it done? I, I have to tell you, Pat, oh, you're, you're, you're not completely oh. correct here. I, I live in the state of Delaware, mm-hmm. and I would bet on a per capita basis, Delaware has received more <laughs> stimulus money for sidewalks, roads, uh, we've got a brand new train station named after Biden's dad. Yeah, we have more money that was spent in this little bitty state. So Why? that's where it all went. I think it all went there. Yeah. About a trillion dollars was <laughs> went spent to Delaware building sidewalks okay, good. and curb, new curbs in Delaware. <laughs> Is every bridge shiny and new now in uh, Delaware? Not only that, there are bridge attendants who wash your oh, windshield nice. as you go by. It's beautiful. It is nice. It's so utopia. That, now we know. <laughs> now we know why we need the other five hundred billion dollars because uh, it's all went. It all went to Delaware before. But, or nobody ever asks in the follow up question. What about cutting before you yeah. start spending more? Yes. We have we have things in cities like Detroit where they still have a blacksmith on duty, on city payroll. Do they really? Oh, yeah. A farrier. 
is still employed in Detroit. And you wonder why. How much, what do you make as a blacksmith I, today? I don't know. When you've got no horses to shoe. Yeah. What does a blacksmith do we, in Detroit? We have to look that up. But that, <laughs> they do. That up. There are ridiculous. I'll bet you it's a 50 grand job. I'll bet it's 50000 oh, a year. Probably a union gig, probably with a pension. And, uh, you know, he's mm-hmm. going to he's got all kinds of great benefits. But yep. these are waste, fraud and abuse that we don't address first. If we did, yeah. we wouldn't have to talk about tax increases. And yet no one calls him on that. Never. No. One, and wh- I got Never. a feeling that, you know, the White House gets all the questions beforehand. Mm-hmm. When you're going to interview the president, they say, well, you're going to send the questions over. No question. Well, they send all that over, and they said, well, all right, what can we do? Let's put him in the kitchen where it's really distracting. There's a guy chopping in the background. There's beer in the foreground. There's everything you can do but mm-hmm. to keep your mind on what's coming out of this guy's mouth. Yeah. I have to believe it's, it's, it's all staged. Well, this is all staged. And in the first place, the White House is the best home field advantage in the world. Oh, yeah. It was built for that. You know, It was built to intimidate anybody who comes in. And then you put them in the kitchen with, you're right, all the various distractions. You're worried about a, a butcher knife going through your skull yeah, There's or a something. man with a knife behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of on the lookout for that right now. And speaking of the beer in the foreground, uh, this was kind of an interesting uh, point that Savannah asked about, I don't know, something. And, and, and Obama went off on beer. Hey, Bob, thanks so much. We are going to sit down with President Obama in a minute and do a lengthy interview. It will air on the Today Show tomorrow, but he's agreed to spend a few moments with us live right now. We are in the White House kitchen where, among other things, you brew beer. We you make brew beer. beer. First president since George Washington to, to, to make some booze in the White House. Okay, he's the first president since George Washington to make booze in the White House. No. Sorry. Uh, the George Washington... <laughs> Never went into the White House because the White House wasn't there. That's right. I, I just, I mean, this guy. Well, we have to fundamentally transform worst. our history. We have to change our history, as Michelle Obama change taught us. Change our traditions. We That's have, right. You have to change our conversation. They've done that. And do you think he, that. that Washington was actually the only president up until Obama to not have some sort of beer brewing or? No. You know, no, there's no way. Jerry Ford's kids were smoking pot in the Come White on. House. You don't oh, think yeah. they got a home beer kit? You don't, you don't think Nixon was <laughs> brewing beer in the White House? Come on, that guy, he imbibed. And during Prohibition, all the time, the bathtubs upstairs. Maybe I'm not. I don't have proof. I'm just saying maybe they were used for something <laughs> other than bathing. <laughs> all right, here here he is on the on the on his uh, fourth quarter, and you know, not the Super Bowl fourth quarter, but his. If this were your fourth quarter, I guess it kind of is. Uh, how do you want to close this presidency? Well, what I'd like to see is not only that the economy continues to grow, but I also want to make sure that everybody's benefiting. And when you travel around the country, you see incredibly hardworking folks. They're doing the right thing. They're looking after their families, but they haven't seen uh, as much wage and income growth as they should have, given how high the stock market's gone, how well corporate profits are doing. So if we can make sure that growth is coming from the middle class out, everybody's benefiting from the hard work they're putting in. We've Every- had six years to do that. Well, and, two more. and you know, the, uh, we've made the progress coming off the worst financial crisis in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. We're now you know, back uh, in, in a really strong position. And I just want to make sure that uh, in two years when we look back, we'll say uh, not only that we recovered from that crisis, but actually uh, we've built the kind of foundation that ensures America does well for generations to come. 
it's just amazing that he can get away with saying the same crap he said six years ago. He, you know, all the same stuff. Really deep recession. We're in a really bad way, but we've gotten back to a solid. He's been saying the same thing for six years, well, and the, people continue to suffer. The demonizing of small businesses man, and employers man. in terms of the wage thing, mm-hmm. where they talk about the fact that the wages aren't rising. Wages aren't rising because businesses are under incredible pressure to handle all of the regulation and forms that you have thrown on them, not, not just from Obamacare, Obamacare but from everything, yeah. from all of the EPA regulations yep. that have been thrown on top of people, everything. Do you know what it's like to try and start a business? It is, I, and we don't even understand how big and how bad Obamacare is going to be. It's very distressing. So the minute... The minute those oil prices start rising again, I think all of this crashes again in terms of his popularity. Clinton knew that if you look at the gas prices, if they're low, your popularity will go up because suddenly people are paying half of what they were paying a year ago to fill up their tanks. That seems to be the reality. His popularity back up again at 50 percent. But if you look at the real economy, the uh, the real unemployment, the real inflation, ultimately it will catch up to people.